What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey there, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. As I get ready to take the summer off from producing new episodes, although until I'm back, I will be replaying some of my best stuff. I am not going to go totally dark on you like your favorite streaming show does. I'm recognizing the things that this long-term project has taught me about productivity, creating a body of work, staying inspired, and consistency. Hey, maybe listening to this episode can help you absorb these lessons that I've learned without having to crank out the content. (laughs) Before I start sharing these seven things that I learned, I want to give a little shout out to Seth Godin, who's the author of about a million books about running a creative business and approximately one billion blog posts. Some of these lessons I first heard from him, but the experience of doing the podcast is what helped get those lessons into my cells, particularly these first two things that I learned. And the first one is, don't quit when it's hard. There were many weeks, especially during the pandemic, as I was talking about in last Wednesday's episode, the most recent episode, when it felt like a monumental task to get this podcast produced. Also last fall, when I think I was having a backlash to the pandemic, it was our first fall back to full speed, and I felt out of shape for having all parts of life being firing on all cylinders again. Anyway, there were times when it just felt really, really hard, and I thought to myself, like, what if I just stopped doing it next week? But I remembered that Seth Godin had said, you don't quit when it's hard, because that is what is going to feel like failure or like giving up. To be clear, there's nothing wrong with surrender, but adversity can oftentimes be the impetus we need to innovate and to lower our standards, which if you're a perfectionist in any way, shape or form, or really just care about what you put out into the world, you know, you can really drive yourself crazy trying to make something just so before you get it out there. And that speaks to my second lesson that I learned in productivity, which is just ship the work. This is something that Seth Godin talks about a lot. It means you can spend all kinds of time getting whatever it is you're working on ready to be released into the world, but at some point you have to press print or publish. And if it's on your hard drive and you're trying to get it ready or on your canvas or you know whatever your work is and it's not out in the world, it's not going to be helping people. The Things that we're creating are going to connect with somebody. It might be one person, it might be a hundred people, it might be a thousand people, but it's none of it, none of those people are going to connect with what you have to say or what you're working on if you haven't shipped it. The better you get at shipping your work, the more you get to benefit from having produced the work too. So you also benefit not just the people that connect with it. William Faulkner said, I never know what I think about something until I've read what I've written about it. And I completely identify with that. Once you get your work out there, you get to see your thoughts, your process, your point of view in a way that you just can't when it's all inside your head. Also, getting your work out into the world helps you see what people respond to or don't. And that informs your next work. 
And when you're producing an episode every day, you just can't be too detail-oriented. And that is super freeing. The third thing that I learned from producing this podcast for three and a half years is that bodies of work are built one tiny chunk at a time. My main line of work is helping people write their books. And when they hear that a book consists of 50,000 or 70,000 or sometimes even 90,000 words, most people who have book dreams want to lie down (laughs) and maybe even give up the dream because it just sounds so enormous. But just like you have to eat an elephant one bite at a time, you create a body of work, one paragraph, one post, or one chapter at a time. And related to this lesson is the fourth thing that I've gleaned, which is that there's so much value in just keeping going. There's this parable. It's called Three Feet from Gold. It's about two people who are trying to find gold. They're digging holes in the ground and they dig down two feet, three feet, and they haven't found gold yet. And so they get frustrated and they give up and they start to work on a new hole. But what they don't realize is that they were only three feet away from hitting gold in that first hole. At some point, hanging in there for a notable amount of time becomes notable (laughs) and it becomes more automatic and it takes less of a toll on you and you build your credibility just by hanging around. So there is value in walking away at times, but a lot of times it's like, don't quit when it's hard, right? If you keep going, you can get to the other side and then maybe you realize that you have something that is sustainable. You can make a change that makes what you're working on more sustainable. Okay, I have three more things that I've learned about productivity from working on a daily podcast for the last three and a half years, but I got to take a break. But before I take a break, I just want to say I saw a review from someone on the podcast app for this podcast say that I had too many ads and my outro was too long. And so they went to go listen to other podcasts that didn't have those things. And fair point. Listen, I know it's not fun to sit through sponsorship. Listen, I know it's and fair point. I know it's not fun to sit through ads and to listen to an outro, especially for a short podcast. Having these elements takes up a significant ratio of airtime. But at the same time, sponsorships are how I can pay my editors and the various people who help me do all the many things required to create this podcast. And the outro is how I get to thank people. I love free content as much as the next person, but I also know that it only takes you so far. So thank you in advance for giving these ads a listen and seeing if the products mentioned might be something that helps you in your daily life or be a better person. And even if they don't appeal to you and become something that you want to buy, I really appreciate you listening to them. So thanks. I'll see you on the other side. Welcome back. Something else that I learned by working on this podcast is that deadlines are your friend. If I hadn't decided to do a daily podcast, I honestly don't know if I would have lasted as long as I have. While I did downshift to three episodes a week in January of this year, for three years, I produced five episodes a week. That meant I had five deadlines a week. Knowing that as soon as I published one week of episodes, I just had to get started on the next made me develop mental calluses, which maybe sounds gross, but calluses are adaptations to work that makes you stronger and more resilient. 
Of course, I fantasize about finding a way to condense my podcast work into one or two days a month instead of one day a week. But I also think it would be a lot easier to blow off one or two days a month versus one day every week. It just becomes part of your routine, which means it becomes a habit, which reduces friction. If there's something that you're thinking about working on, you really do have to give yourself deadlines. They provide urgency and urgency can get you over that inertia. Speaking of getting over inertia, I have learned that committing to an audience keeps you accountable to yourself. Working on this podcast has kept me reading books and articles and talking to people and tuning into what's on my personal radar and happening in my personal life as well as in the world at large. It helped me be a better person because it made me continue to find ways to be a better person and then to actually do the things that I talked about. Also, anytime that I heard from a listener or a reader, it inspired me to keep going. I really don't know if I can explain the amazing feeling of knowing that someone has interacted with your work and found something meaningful in it. It's like finding a golden egg at the Easter egg hunt. It's such a zing. And the last lesson that I learned is that it really does take a village. I never would have made it this far without my podcast editors who handle everything tech related except the actual recording, which I do myself at home. Phyllis, Kelvin, and the team at Sound Advice are wonderful people who know their stuff and made my half-baked idea of a podcast real and doable. I also have someone helping me with social media. I've had people help me take my scripts and turn them into blog posts. In order to grow, I'll need to bring on more people to help do more things because there's just so many things that you could do with the content once you've created it in order to reach a wider audience. So taking this break will help me really evaluate if that's a step that I'm ready to take. And if so, how and when I want to take it. I'm sure I could keep going on these lessons. I have found the last three and a half years of talking to you each week incredibly rewarding and challenging in all the best ways. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you will still be connected to me. I am pretty active on Instagram. If we're not connected there, please come follow me. I'm at Kate Handling Author. I also send out a newsletter most weeks, not every week. I missed it last week because I was on spring break, but you can sign up for that if you go to katehanley.com slash podcast. And then you got to scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the button that says get podcast news. Take care. And as always, thank you for listening. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley, don't forget the W, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 